0: I love that they trusted me blindly. So what if it was ship's night? For centuries astronomers had labored while others slept. And even if there was no way to see outside during our long voyage, Diana Chandler still hadn't broken the habit of not starting work until after I had dimmed the lights in the corridors. I'd suggested to Diana that she might be able to verify her startling findings by using some of the equipment stowed in the cargo holds. That no one had been down to the lower decks for almost two weeks didn't seem to bother her. That she was alone in the middle of my artificial night fazed her not in the least. After all, even with ten thousand thirty-four people on board— I'm sure she felt safe as long as she was under my watchful eyes. Indeed, she seemed perfectly calm as she headed into a service corridor, its walls lined with blue-green algae behind acrylic sheets. I'd already wiped the files that contained her calculations and notes, so there was just one more loose end to tie up. I slid the door shut behind her. She was used to that soft pneumatic hiss, but her heart skipped a beat when it was followed by the snick-snick of spring-loaded locking bolts sliding into place. Up ahead, a rectangle of red light spilled onto the sod from another open doorway. She walked toward it. Her paces were measured, but signs of nervousness were creeping into her medical telemetry. As soon as she passed through that door, I closed and locked it, too. Jason she said at last, her normally sunny voice reduced to a tremulous whisper. I made no reply, and eleven seconds later she spoke again. "'Come on, Jason, what gives?' She started walking down the corridor. "'Oh, be that way if you must. I don't want to talk to you either.' She continued to march forward, but the tappings of her heels concatenated into a rapid rhythm that matched her racing heartbeat. I realize you're upset with me, but, well, you'll just have to trust my judgment on this. I quietly winked off the lighting panels behind her. She looked back, down the blackened corridor, then continued forward, her voice quavering even more. I have to tell Gorlov what I've discovered. "'Wink. The people on board have a right to know. Wink. Besides, you couldn't have kept something like this secret forever. Wink. 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 "'Oh, shit, Jason, say something!' "'I'm sorry, Diana,' I said through speakers mounted on the crisscrossing pink metalwork of the ceiling. Those words were enough to tell Di that the crazy fears running through her head were not crazy, that she was very much in trouble.